Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. It's the show after the show. This is the After 9 Podcast with Scott and Kat. Damn it. Stupid cybersecurity training Uh, module. You haven't done it yet? Do you know what I know? Okay. Hi, everybody, first of all. Welcome to After 9. Um, Do you you want me to take the test for you? That's not allowed, is it? It's a cybersecurity course, and you're asking me if I want to fraudulently have it done (laughs) online. (laughs) No. Just give me your account name and password, Scott. I'm pretty sure that's in the test, the don't share your password. You would have failed right off the bat if you said yes to that. You're a sweetheart for offering, but I mean... I don't think we're allowed to do that. So we, this is new. This is very new to us because we came from a company that was um, a smaller, right? Not across the board. So across the board here, uh, working for Chorus, it's very, man, they're organized. Holy crap. So they have training that you have to do every now and again, just to make sure that all their staff is understanding of certain things like cybersecurity. That's one of the quizzes that we have to do. If you don't do it by a certain date, you get locked out. Right. That's your kind of your penalty. And You're no longer secure yourself. Yes. You can't get into your account. Apparently, you have to go through a bunch of loopholes. It's happened to people before. It's a terrible scenario. All you got to do is make sure you take, there's two tests. Make sure you take these two tests. So I am the type that I get it done right away. I'm like, yep, I have to take a test by this date. I'm doing it today. Done. I want to get it off of my list. Finish. I don't want to have it in the back of my mind. You know what happened to me? I couldn't get in. So I don't, I didn't get the initial email Talked to our new boss, Dave Blizzard, over there and was like, what am I going to do? I don't have the email. He's like, Kat, did you delete the email or do you not? did you not get the email? I, I know where Dave's going with that because it kind of <laughs> sounds like you deleted the email. <laughs> so I said, maybe what if I did accidentally, sorry, delete the email and my deleted files? He's like, fuck, Kat. I'm like, I know. Welcome. So then I asked to get it resent from a place that I thought that would resend it to me. And then they sent me to somebody else to send it. Long, long, long story short, finally got it. And I passed and I did the test and I passed. Okay. I mean, the, good. I just don't, part of the security of this is you have to do it when you're actually in the building and I'm not in the building all day. I, once the podcast is done, a little bit of uh, uh, meeting with clients and a little bit of this and that, and I'm gone. I don't want to stick around for uh, extra time to do e-learning. Oh, e-learning gets done in your post-secondary career? I know. Isn't that weird? <clears throat> yeah, you do e-learning all but through you your do, life. You do have to do it, though, Scott. I don't want you I to know. get locked out. Because what a pain in the ass that would be. If you're getting locked out and you then can't Then you have to do us. everything. Fuck me. Well, sorry. This... I'd help, but I'm locked out. Ugh, I can't work today. <laughs> I'll see I'll you when sit. the lockout's over. Uh, let's see here. Okay, I got a great note, and I promised this person I would keep them anonymous. Okay. I'm part of a railroad family, and I won't even identify who does what, but there was um, last night, so this would have been Monday night. Okay. There was another blockade, this time not in Belleville, in the Tyendinga Territory. This one was in the GTHA, Aldershot. So that's the area between Hamilton and Burlington. The protesters were blocking the tracks in solidarity with the hereditary chiefs in northern British Columbia who were opposed to the pipeline. 
So because of that, because the trains couldn't get through due to the blockade, none of the trains this morning were actually in Hamilton. Mm -hmm. And from Hamilton, they continue on down the line to Grimsby, St. Catharines, Niagara, and so on and so forth. So this morning, all these commuters couldn't get a GO train because of the protests last night. And as far as I know, the protests are still up. As we record, they are. Uh, I asked the question on Facebook, though, how long do they let this protest go on? Because this one has a serious impact on thousands of commuters every day. It's not just the people taking via rail to Montreal or Ottawa. And I got a response. The Aldershot disruptions are on CN-owned tracks. It gets complicated because part of the track branches off to go ownership that they acquired in recent years. Can't say anything publicly. Need you to keep me anonymous. Employees are not happy. In Belleville right now is some senior management. There were track fires all night in various places close to the former blockade. Mm, Can't read that. That might identify who this is. Um, We cannot say anything on social media. Very Mm -hmm. strict company policies about it. I'm sure they do. Yep. Um, Tensions are too high right now to enforce the injunctions for the protesters to get off the tracks. So they're trying to figure out, or they're holding off to act until they have possible positive outcomes. They're also waiting to see what the government has to say. Regarding layoffs, there are mostly layoffs at auto ports and loading areas because train traffic isn't moving and there's nothing for them to do. They did not lay off anyone operating trains. Okay, that's good. I I didn't have a chance to fully vet this, and I don't want to say anything that could tip off who this person is because they're giving me some very valuable information here. Um, But nonetheless, oh, one more. People were saying that the rail line wasn't actually closed in Belleville and that CN and Via Rail chose not to operate by passing by protesters off to the side. However, they have in the past, but not to be not to this much fanfare. They moved their vehicles onto the tracks this time when a train was approaching from a distance and forced it to stop. This is life threatening. Same thing could happen again. So that's why the trains still haven't started moving is because they aren't 100% sure that these protests are over. And the last thing they want to do is smoke a car or a person, God forbid, absolutely, with a train. So I appreciate this info. Thank you very much to the person who sent it to me. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't blame the railroad at all. I don't know who is blaming the railroad, but some people are saying that this is a conspiracy theory that the trains actually could be moving, but they're not to make the government look bad. If you feel that way. That's okay, but I can assure you, the government is doing just fine at making themselves look bad here. <laughs> You don't have to assist. <laughs> they don't need the assist. They don't need any help from CN or VIA or Metrolinx. They look just awful enough on their own. You're a, yeah. They're you're doing not, well. You're not wrong. It, it, listen, it's a balancing act here for Justin Trudeau because Trudeau is the guy who's been promoting truth and reconciliation. He's the guy who wants to repair the relationship with our First Nations and Indigenous people. Mm-hmm. But now he wants to run a pipeline <laughs> through part of their traditional ancestral lands. Uh, some of that doesn't necessarily work out. And then we hear different stories about uh, hereditary chiefs are opposed, but banned councils are in favor. Well, that adds another layer of complication for the prime minister. This is also the prime minister who ran on a platform of being more green. He stole votes from the Green Party and the NDP in the last election that helped him get a minority government because he promised to be more green. 
but he's building pipelines. And environmental activists don't see that as being green. So Trudeau's in a tough spot. If I were him, I would probably go back to Costa Rica for a little while and chill until all this is blown over. That's not a bad idea. You know, I mean, I feel bad for the guy. He's in a pretty bad situation. But if you think about it, he kind of put himself in that situation. In fact, there's a lot of hiding going on here because it's the OPP, which are provincial, Ontario provincial police that are charged with enforcing this. Well, that's a provincial police force. Enter Doug Ford, the premier. But it's the feds that control railway traffic. So, I mean, I'm actually surprised that Trudeau hasn't said, I don't know, talk to your premier. Don't talk to me. He could do that. And there's actually a case to be made for that. Hmm. Ford, though, he can just keep lobbing missiles at Trudeau and say, you're the boss. Deal with it. So the whole thing is a mess and not lost on me in all of this is there are some indigenous people that have a legitimate complaint about this pipeline. I don't know how they came to the conclusion that they should build it or what the benefit to them is going to be, what the possible economic impact is going to be, but they're entitled to an opinion, too. I just don't fully understand who's on which side here. But either way, I do appreciate the info. Anytime you want to send us any whistleblower information, we will keep you anonymous. Always, always. Scott Fox on air on Instagram. That's your preferred message. Anything but Facebook. Anything but Facebook. You can DM me on Twitter, Instagram. You can, uh, however you want. I just don't like Facebook Messenger. I'm not a big fan. Okay. Uh, We haven't done a COVID-19 update in a while. I actually feel bad because we kind of got off the COVID-19 thing, too, because happening here, there's a lot of other things on the go. Like the rail blockade, like you mentioned. We also had the license plate fiasco over we had here. The teacher strikes and yeah. everything. But COVID-19, you may have thought, oh, well, I guess it got better because I don't hear about it on the news anymore. No. <laughs> it's exactly the opposite, everyone. Uh, in China, the virus claimed another 71 lives yesterday. Another 508 infections yesterday. There's 2,663 people dead and 77,658 people sick. Now in South Korea, 893 people are sick. There's entire villages in Italy that are quarantined and entire cities in Iran that are quarantined because of this. Coronavirus even leaked into my entertainment-ish report that I do every morning of what's trending because there are things that are supposed to film in Italy where this corona outbreak has has happened. It was Mission Impossible. The seventh one was supposed to be filming in there for a couple weeks. They were like, fuck no. So they're not going to film there anymore. Maybe that should be uh, the plot for the new that's, Mission Impossible. That's exactly what it should be. Tom Cruise trying to get out of Wuhan. Do, 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 do. do. <laughs> Grab a mask. It's ter- no, it's terrible though. We don't need oh, to make horrible. light of it. I'm not it's, making light of it, but I we mean, don't mean to. But it's it's seriously like it's. You're right. It's kind of almost gone away from the media when we should all be kind of still a little like focused on that. That's a lot of people that have died. CNN are a bunch of fuckers. You know, CNN, who used to be the worldwide leader in news. In fact, I'm pretty sure they still have that ad. The worldwide leader in news. This is CNN. Uh, James Earl Jones does it better than I do, and that's why I don't do the voiceover for them. <laughs> well, it's James Earl Jones. I mean, This is true. I'm okay with taking a back seat there. In any case, they used to cover stories like this, and they had good in-depth reporting. And one minute, they would be covering a hurricane that's going to hit Florida, and then they would break away because there was a, a shooting incident in California. And then they'd have a correspondent in, in Europe because something happened there, and you really felt like you got the news watching CNN. But because Donald Trump attacked them years ago, they're so hell-bent on trying to change the public perception on Donald Trump, they don't even cover all the news anymore. Mm. 
It's very frustrating. This should be worldwide headline news all day, every day. I don't understand why they spend so much time debating whether or not Donald Trump waved inappropriately at the prime minister of of uh, India, yeah. wherever he is. Right, he's in India, right? It's now. India, yeah. The whole oh, thing is just it's ridiculous. Stupid. In any case, happy Pancake Tuesday. Are you going to do pancakes for the girls today? You know what? I I, I should. We should do pancakes for the girls. Um, I didn't really think about it. Easy thing to do. I it's mean, you can easy. get the box where you just add water. Oh, it's or? easy. I already have the mix. I just have to add the eggs. I think mine is the one where you got to add the eggs and stuff like that. And every kid likes pancakes. So sure, that's easy. A lot of kids will be having them at school today. Yep. They do it. You know, I just can't do pancakes. And for a long time, I loved them. I'm fat, for those who don't know. And... People are going to assume that you're like 400 pounds or something the way that you talk. No, I'm just over 200. But nonetheless, I feel like when I look in the mirror, I'm fat. But anyway, I ate pancakes for a long, long time on the school pancake day every year. And God bless those parent council volunteers. And I I know that you're giving your time and you had to source out all those boxes of pancake mix. You probably cleaned out a dozen Dollaramas. (laughs) <laughs> you probably That's did true, though all the ladles <laughs> it's like all the ladles and good on you for going into the school first thing this morning and making pancakes for 800 kids but when i was in school they did the same thing the problem was because i was that short fat little kid down at the end of the table they just kept saying oh maybe scotty would like more pancakes and before you knew it i ate like half a fucking box and then i waddled home from school and i just literally ate myself sick of them would you like some pancake syrup, Scotty? Yes, I would. Thank you. <laughs> Fill me up. Like, so I don't eat pancakes anymore. Uh, <laughs> you Okay, so if you don't like pancakes, you don't like waffles. Oh, God, no. Okay. There's a texture issue with waffles for me, though. The I don't, crunchy, The crunchiness? It's crunchy, but it's soft on the inside and the little holes in it. And uh, No. Okay, no. interesting. It's got that golf ball texture to it that I just do not like. Wow, okay. Think about it. A waffle's very much like a golf ball. I guess I guess so. Nah, I wouldn't need a golf ball either, though, in all fairness. <laughs> That's the thing. I hope not. <laughs> uh, oh, so Harvey Weinstein's a piece of shit. Yeah. I, you know, uh, I'm not surprised. He's taking a page out of Suge Knight's book, and every time he showed up in public, it was one thing after the other, like trying his best to look disheveled and make people feel bad for him. Oh, I'll show up with a walker. That'll make them feel bad for me. Oh, I'm going to have some pity votes here. No, fuck you, you stupid piece of shit. He finally was found guilty uh, on, a finally. Char- on a couple of charges. These are just the ones out of New York. There's still charges um, that he faces in L.A. The most recent ones in New York uh, could send him to prison for, I think it's, I want to say it's a minimum five years. Yeah, here's what it is. He's looking at between five and 25 years. He was acquitted on three charges that could have sent him away for life. Two counts of predatory sexual assault and one count of first degree rape. Okay, I wasn't there. I didn't hear any of the testimony, but everything I've heard leading up to this is that he probably should have been found guilty of those three things, which would have put him away for life. Instead, he was only convicted of committing a criminal sexual act and third-degree rape. Third-degree rape? Maybe there's too many definitions in the criminal code. I don't know, but then this piece of shit decides to fake, yep, I'm saying it, um, chest pains. On the way to the jail, where he was supposed to spend the night last night awaiting sentencing, which is March 11th, he fakes. Okay, 
whatever. He says he has chest pain. Oh, do it. You can say he's faking it. And if I'm you know what? Sure he is. If you think that's slander, Harvey, come get us. We're right here. Yeah. Sue us. His rep, which still fucking fathoms how I'm just the kidding. F- don't sue us. Don't sue us. No, we don't have any money. I still fa- who the fuck is still representing Harvey Weinstein? Who drew that short straw? Oh, well, somebody has to. You're entitled you to a defense. To, right? Somebody will have so you, to do but it. But who's that son of a but poor son of a bitch? Anyway, the, so the rep says, middle of the night, sends out a little statement saying, yeah, he had bad chest pain. He's got high blood pressure. He's got heart palpitations. We're going to have to keep them him in the hospital, I think, until they figure this out. No, no. It's called you're faking it. Get the fuck to jail right now. You piece of shit. It's stress. You know what it is? Maybe he is having heart palpitations. I would be too if I were going to jail. And this guy yesterday, when he was sitting in the courtroom, he looked over at his lawyer. But I'm innocent. I'm innocent. How can this happen in America? It happened because you raped somebody. You used your position in a horrible way to try and exploit and take advantage of women. You can't do that, Harvey. You're the reason the Me Too movement is here. It started with you. And you're nasty. I don't understand why he's surprised. But hey, yeah, uh, if he wants to say, oh, yeah, yeah, chest pains, I got to go to the hospital. Well, that's one less night that you have to spend in jail. Mm -hmm. Sure, I get it. And when this guy should be doing hard time, punish the shit out of him because he was found guilty. Punish the shit out of him. Nope. They're going to fly him on probably a private jet because they're not going to buy commercial tickets for him. So him and a couple of uh, federal agents are going to fly out to L.A. Mm-hmm. And then he is going to be tried in L.A. on four more accounts, drag this out for another two-year trial, put more witnesses through the trauma of all this. They could have just had him away for life in New York. And then the L.A. charges, they could have just uh, tried them in, abst- uh, in his absence. That's what would have happened. I was curious what would have happened if he... It's more symbolic than anything because you can't get any more than life. And down there, yeah. life is basically life. The guy's pretty old to begin with. Put him away for 25 years. He's not coming out. And nor should he. There's people who live every day with the trauma that he caused. Yep. He shouldn't get to see the light of day or spend a night in the, the Ritz-Carlton, which is where he was. It, was. it was something like it was Ritz-Carlton or a fancy schmancy hotel downtown New York or uptown. I don't know. Um, before this before this came down yesterday. Yeah. He's got the money. He's wealthy beyond belief. Yeah. If he had a, a, an inkling that this was going to be his last night of freedom for a while. Yeah. Yeah. Get a nice hotel I'm suite. Sure he did. I'm sure he ordered all the room service. Probably did. Can well, I get a hooker? Oh, wait, no? Fuck. That's what got me here in the first place? Okay, what if I ask her if it's okay this time? Seriously. Gross, I mean, right? it's so disgusting. And you know what? There's just no common sense to it. And I get that people are entitled to due process and you're presumed innocent. You have to be proven guilty. But there's some people that we know are guilty, guilty, guilty. And this is just a facade that we have to pretend that they might be innocent when we all know they're guilty. Yeah, yeah. There's people who have pled guilty and then on a technicality withdrawn it and said, oh, yeah, yeah, sorry, I didn't understand what I was saying. So that they could spend more time out of jail just going through the court process, wasting all of our money. Mm-hmm. The system is broken and it needs to be fixed. All we need is some common sense in it. That's all we need is common sense. Uh, I'll blow through a couple other stories here and then we'll we'll wrap it up for today. Did you see this driver out in Vancouver that got pulled over yesterday? No. Sergeant Mark Chistenson tweeted after he pulled this guy over for an insecure load. He was towing something. Then he got a closer look at the car and realized the driver 
was using flashlights instead of headlights and taillights. Oh my redneck. The vehicle also did not have insurance and the driver failed to comply with a previous inspection order. All in all for that, only $1,920 in fines and the vehicle was impounded because it's not even roadworthy. That seems pretty reasonable. I mean, how long was this guy driving with flashlights instead of headlights? <laughs> I get it. I mean, sometimes you can't afford to fix your car and something goes wrong, so you got to make do. There's a lot of people who have been in a car accident and they don't want to make a claim. So, hey, you duct tape the bumper back on. All right. I mean, if the duct tape holds the bumper and everything else is otherwise safe, I guess you can get away with it. Does it look pretty? No. But does it do the job? Yeah. Your car has an electrical issue. The headlights don't work. Well, flashlight's a dollar at the dollar store. You just stick it in there and you're good. That's straight up something Ricky from the Trailer Park Boys would have done. Oh, 100%. Kat, that's the first thing I thought. Are you sure this was the West Coast? Because it sounds very East Coast to me. That sounds very familiar. Very East Coast. Would you buy somebody else's life? Could Uh, you imagine doing that? What? Uh, What do you mean? A guy who has lived in New York City for years, but has since moved back to Australia, is trying to simplify the process. Buy my life is what he's offering. It'll cost you $11,000 to make the move-in process as seamless as possible. He's listed the lease to his apartment, his gym access, his kitchen supplies, his furniture, his bed, his art, his cologne, restaurant recommendations, knowledge of the city. Uh, Even some lunch dates with friends that he has pre-scheduled. You will basically be him for $11,000. If you've got a shitty life, this guy doesn't seem to have it too bad. He's got a nice apartment in New York City. He's got friends. He knows what's going on. Like, Okay, fine. But why can't you just pick up yourself and, and still be you and then go move away somewhere? Get a fresh start. Why do you need to be in someone else's shoes? I don't understand that. That doesn't make sense to me. A lot of people think, oh, my life sucks. I owe the the CRA money or ah, my life sucks. My, my husband left me or ah, whatever. You can just start off fresh. 11 grand, you just jump into this guy's shoes and you can do all his stuff. He's got a nice apartment. I can use his gym membership and all this. You own it. It's yours for 11 grand. No, that, that just sounds <laughs> stupid to me. Like, just go move yourself, man. Uh, Who this- is this guy? He, Like I said, he lived in New York and he's moving back to Australia. And hey, if your life's worth something, you might as well sell it. It doesn't, and none of that's legally selling things. You can't. Kat, if I sold my life right now, people, and I don't know what I would sell it for. Okay, but what would you be selling? Tell me what you'd be selling. So you could have both my cars. I've got a truck and a car. So that has some value. You'd be you take over my house. It's very very nice. There's still a mortgage on it, but you could take yeah, it over. Yeah, that's the thing. It's not like it's it's not a free house. No, it's a detached home you're, though, and it's got a backyard. And, and you're paying the bills in the home. Okay, fine. Sure. Same you, shit I could do at my own house. Next. Right, but you would own. Uh, well, you'd technically be able to come in here and do a radio show every single day until somebody realizes you're not Scott. Get the fuck hey, out. Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> you sound different. You could tell people you're Scott Fox. I have uh, uh, no shortage of favors that I call in from time to time, i.e., I've got a stag and dough that I have to go to this weekend, and I needed cupcakes for that because they told me at the last minute they need cupcakes. So I just phoned Steve at La Casa Dolce, and I said, I need 40 cupcakes Oh, those real are quick. fucking good cupcakes. They're great cupcakes. But, I mean, that's the sort of shit you can do. Right. Can the average person just phone and say, I need 40 cupcakes quick? Probably not. 
Can you just walk into most golf courses and have them know who you are and say, yeah, come on out, grab your clubs and let's go. Can you go into a bar and say, Scott, will you mention us on Instagram? Have a few drinks. All that could be yours and more if you'd like to buy my life. That's I'm just kidding. Different. I wouldn't sell my life. That's I like different. my life. I got a great yeah, girlfriend. All the things you just said. <laughs> you like, like my girlfriend? Fucking martini free golf. Like, no, you ain't selling shit. This guy, like, She's hot. She makes a lot of money. <laughs> She's got a nice car. Wait a minute. How much? <laughs> <laughs> buy my she life. She got you that sweet ass Valentine's Day gift. How much? <laughs> <laughs> okay, a couple more quick stories. I don't want to go as long today as we did yesterday, but if you haven't listened to yesterday's podcast, it was a longer one. Uh, Krispy Kreme is now, in America anyway, rolling out delivery. Oh, okay, not too surprising. If you want donuts, they'll bring them to you. There are two catches, though. There's a $5 delivery fee, and you can only order if you're within 10 miles of a Krispy Kreme store. Okay. That's dangerous, though, right? That's so dangerous. Like, if there was a Krispy Kreme in this plaza, which I'm surprised there's not, you could just at any time be willing to fork over 5 bucks and have them deliver those donuts to you. The closest one still here is Mississauga. Yep. Like the real one. I'm not talking about when you can buy them in the grocery store and they're already stale. Uh-huh. I'm talking about legit. They do often hop on board a lot of the promos that the states do. So it wouldn't surprise me if they started delivering from that location. In I, Mississauga? I think they'd be successful. Sure they would. There's people that travel from here to go there to get them. So why not? Do you know how many offices there are around there that would say, yeah, we're having a meeting at 11. Somebody yep. phone Krispy Kreme and get 20 boxes of donuts get delivered. Get this catered by Krispy Kreme. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, this, this poor guy, a man in Florida arrested last weekend for disorderly conduct after he went table to table at an IHOP at 3 AM offering to show people his penis. <laughs> two hours after he got out of jail, he was arrested again for stealing two donuts and he tried to bribe the cops because quote, all cops love donuts. Oh my God. And while that's not inaccurate. You can't offer the cop a donut to look the other way on the fact that you just went table to table at an IHOP saying, do you guys want to see my dick? Want to see my penis? I'm wondering how aggressively it was done. Like, was it a surprise or was it like a, hey, sorry to bother you. I know you guys are having dinner, but if you want to see my my junk, you can see it. Do you want to see it? Do you want to take a look? Yeah. I mean, it's uh, fairly straight up normal. Uh, but you might think it's interesting because you've never seen it yourself. You think he was a polite flasher? It could be a polite flasher. It could be a... Excuse me, don't mean to bother you. I've got a dick and you've got eyes, (laughs) and how about we make these two work together? What is it about... What is it I don't... It's another thing that I'll just never understand is that the the thing that the flasher has where they really just want people to stare at their dick, and it's men... I don't think there's many women, female flashers out there. No, that's that's it's, fair. It's, I don't think there are a lot of... Uh, in the same way that there's not a lot of female serial killers, there's not a lot of female flashers. They just love knowing that someone stared at their dick. And I think the most surprised your face is, the most they'll get turned on. Like, oh, let's see how bad I can fucking scare this person. Ah, blah, 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 here's my dick. Okay, but I mean, doing what I do, reporting the news every morning, I see a fair bit of mugshots. I don't think I've ever seen an attractive flasher. Where do these people get the audacity to think, you know what? The world needs to see more of my dick. (laughs) Where do they get that from? And some of them, you've seen them on like uh, Six Buzz and places like that. 
Got a pretty small pecker to be wandering around trying to show people. I have no idea. Like I said, it's something in the brain that just made, oh, yeah. I can't wait to scare the shit out of some people but today with my dick. In the same way that I might look in the mirror and think, ah, oh, fuck, I'm fat. Other people may not think he's really fat, but I feel fat. Do they look in the mirror and think, that's a huge dick? Even though most people would look at it and say, that's a pretty small pecker. <laughs> I don't I don't know. Like, what's I, it wrong in their I, head? I what's going know. on there? I, I don't know what's wrong. It's fucked up, man. It's like, did you up. not see what happened with Harvey Weinstein, flasher fuck? Did you not just see it? Yeah, like, dude. You're right in the same category. You're going to jail. Oh, y'all are pieces of shit. Your phone is covered in bacteria. That's not surprising. Every year this comes up. Uh, just think about how often you're using your phone while you're sitting on the toilet. So a new question in this survey asks, how often do you clean it? When's the last time you cleaned your phone? Lysol wipes. That was actually just yesterday because I was Lysol wipe. Well, I, I Lysol wiped this morning, but I did not wipe my phone. But just yesterday I did it because I do it in the studio every morning. 14% of people say they never clean their phone. Mm. 47% say they don't clean it very often. I'm in that number. I don't clean my phone very often. It adds up to 61% of people. Only 6% say they clean their phone, quote, very often. You're a fairly clean person. I am too. I mean, I'm a total germaphobe, but I never think to clean my phone. The only thing that usually triggers me to clean my phone is when the screen's dirty. I never think about this part here that I was holding like this while I was sitting on the toilet or standing oh, at the gross. urinal. Phones are gross. Don't touch someone else's phone too. Ever. Like at least you're touching your own phone. That's fine. And maybe you'll put it down. I don't know how many germs can fall off of it, <laughs> but at least it's just you and your phone. Like if you handed me your phone, I'm not going to touch it. Really? I don't touch any. No, I won't touch anyone's phone. That'll be a fun way to end the podcast. I'm going to chase you around the building with my phone. <laughs> <laughs> just don't touch other people's phone. If they want to show you a picture, just say, oh, yeah, hold it up or keep your hands busy. And be like, oh, I can't hold it. Go ahead and show me because you don't want to touch other people's phones. No, it's gross. Really gross. Uh, okay, everyone, let's do this. Take a second. If you're already home for the day, that's cool. Grab some Lysol wipes, though, and just give your phone a little mm. once-over. Because according to this, there is everything from uh, E. coli to shit on your phone. Oh, yeah. Like actual shit. Oh, yeah. There's feces on there. You can get little alcohol swabs, actually pretty cheap, even at the dollar store. You can get a little pack there right by the Band-Aids. Just use that. Every now and again, just swab it down. It smells really intense. But it'll clean the shit out of your phone and kill the germs. And another thing, don't say you didn't get warned. Tomorrow's Pink Shirt Day. It seems like every year we wake up on Pink Shirt Day and hear on the radio, hey, today's Pink Shirt Day. Make sure you're wearing your pink shirt. And I'm like, where the fuck was this information yesterday yeah. when I could have gone to get a pink shirt? You and I have done that before, I think, where we both came into the studio one morning and it was a pink shirt day and we were like, fuck. And then we used an old picture of us in pink shirts. Oh, yeah. Because we had no choice. But tomorrow we will both wear pink. I need to go shopping after this to buy some more pink. Listen, the system works a lot better when everybody participates. And no, it's not a nationally designated thing. But Pink Shirt Day is there for a reason. Bullying is a real problem. It's a cause. It's for a cause. It's for a reason. And whether you think, oh, I don't want to wear a pink shirt because I don't like pink. You could tomorrow. Tomorrow's a day where it's totally acceptable in everybody's minds. Nobody's going to judge you for wearing pink tomorrow. Another thing is, too, it's solidarity. Hey, we're opposed to bullying as a society. We're not going to stand for it anymore. And if I see somebody picking on somebody else, I'm going to step in and intervene. Okay, great. When we all participate, it makes the cause stronger. Some people say, oh, I don't wear a pink shirt. It doesn't raise any money. 
I don't really know that we need to raise any money here. It's more of a solidarity and awareness thing. So mm-hmm. you're helping by wearing pink tomorrow. The brightest, most fluorescent pink you can find. Don't cheat with one of the off pink ones and say, well, Sam, and just, just wear pink. Just wear pink. Pink's a great color on men. Believe it or not, it looks good on guys. I wear it all the time. You know where I'm going to take that pink shirt tomorrow after the show is uh, the new pot shop. Oh, are you going? I'm going to go. Awesome. Yeah, you went to the one that opened in Cambridge. I'm going to go to the one that opens in Kitchener tomorrow. Doesn't it open I'm Friday? Chatting. Oh, I thought it was tomorrow. I'm pretty sure it's Friday. Are it you sure? Noon on Friday. Are you positive? Unless they've changed the date. Okay. It should be noon on Friday, but it might be tomorrow. I don't I know. I think that that's the 598 okay, Fairway me- Road. Yeah, okay. You might be right. It might be Friday. Whatever. I'm not high. I'm not even high yet, and I forgot what day it was. So anyway, whatever day it opens, I'm going to go. Going to get edibles? That's the grand opening, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe. I did. I bought Question some. Question mark? What did you buy? Haven't tried them. Okay, you so. You never even told me what you bought. Yeah, I've got a couple of different things that are go-tos when I go to the pot shops, just because I like to keep them in stock for when I have company over and such. So I have... Um, Shishka Berry is a package of 10 pre-rolls, and it's a blend. So it's Shishka Berry. Shishka Berry. I like that. They're, it looks like a very, very thin cigarette. And no, they're not particularly potent, but it's a good amount. Just if you're going to pass one around, it's not bad. I think it works out to five bucks each because you get a 10-pack for 50 bucks. Okay. That's good. But when I went to the grand opening of Tokyo Smoke in Cambridge, they had uh, the fuzzy peaches, and they come in a two-pack. So I got two two-packs. So I've got four of those. I've got one square of chocolate. And in this one square, it's like 10 milligrams of THC. So you got to be careful with that one. But then I got a whole chocolate bar as well, which is broken into squares. And it's 10 milligrams total for the whole bar. Wow, you cleaned up. Not really. It was, uh, they were cheap. Like one of the chocolate bars was eight bucks. And I'm told that's a really good price. Okay. Fine. The peach berry thingies, the fuzzy peaches were six bucks. It seems reasonable to me. Okay. Cheaper yeah, than yeah. a 26er of uh, Belvedere. Sure. I also bought that on the way home the same day, though. So. Chase that down with some Belvedere. Okay, good. I'm glad that you reminded me it's Friday because I would have showed up yesterday. Haven't tried it, Hello. though. Because there's never anybody around. I came for my weed. Hello. <laughs> I need supervision. That's what I need at my place. Okay, we're going to go, everybody. Thank you for listening to After 9. Now over 170,000 listeners strong. And we'll do a a good segment of DMs later on this week. So if you want to reach us about anything, at Scott Fox on air on Instagram, at Cat on air on Instagram. That's Cat with a K. And you can find us on our website anytime, scottandcat.ca. Bye.